everybody. Welcome to It's Not That Scary, episode zero. I am one of your hosts, Ethan. I'm Jaden. I'm Margot. And uh, we're here to talk about just about every single horror movie ever made, starting in the year 1896. We're going to go chronologically. But uh, today we're going to talk about uh, some other things. We're going to, you know, get to know each other and uh, what it is that, that brought us here. Yeah, um, to be clear, we've never met before. Yeah. And we're in a... Um, Dark room. Unrelated location. None of us have ever been right. here before. I can't even see anything. Yeah, honestly. it's so dark. You no, know, but I felt a few microphones in the darkness and yeah. I just figured... Also was... felt a computer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we three were like... Computers. Three full computers with Audacity downloaded already. So we figured now is the time. Now is the time. You know, it's like the begin- beginning of the first Saw movie. It's true. And we're in the right. bathroom room and we're chained up mm-hmm. except instead of chains it's computers it's, and microphones right and instead of having to like saw through a leg to get out hopefully this podcast we have to be famous uh or else there will be blood on the nation's yeah heads. and yeah. we are going to be trapped in this room until we go through every single horror movie ever and so right now it's year 2020 right yeah um i assume by the time we get through all the horror movies it'll probably be 2050 yeah 20 at least yeah Um, but the reason we're starting in 1896 is that's when they started popping them out yeah Yeah. movies started to exist around that time yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's when they started to make uh scary ones as well yeah um and just for all of our listeners uh, who maybe want to follow along, uh, the list we're referencing is from horror.fandom.com slash wiki slash chronological underscore list underscore of underscore horror underscore films. And we're really lucky also, by the way, that this dark basement we're in has Wi-Fi. So yeah. we can reference this list. Very fast Wi-Fi. Yeah. Xfinity. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Xfinity. We are not sponsored by Xfinity, though, so yes. just FYI. Um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about on episode zero was the very first horror movies that we all saw growing up. Why don't you start, Ethan? You're, sure. you're, the, you're the horror movie buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First horror movie I ever saw was the remake of uh, When a Stranger Calls. This is uh, your classic home invasion babysitter has to run away from the killer that's in the house. It really inspired me, uh, especially the scene where she gets a phone call. When the stranger calls her. Yeah, a stranger calls her, believe it or not. And she answers the phone. She says, hello, who is this? I don't know who this is. You're not familiar to me. And the person on the other line says, have you checked the children? Right? Classic. Whoa. 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 So you, she goes up to the bedroom. And she looks in. <gasps> it's all good. There's nothing there. Okay, she closes the door. Phone rings again. It's the stranger. She answers the phone. Hello? Hello? He says, how were the children? Ooh, it gave me chills. I remember it to this day, and I thought, how cool that uh, a movie could give me chills like that. And I remember saying this out loud, and my dad told me to stop talking to <laughs> watch the movie. Did you ever have babysitters growing up? I did, yeah. Um, did anything like this ever happen with them? No. Um, growing up, my, my house had a lot of windows. It was, like, very open, and I remember always picturing The Strangers growing up. Not When a Stranger Calls, but The Strangers, the right. other movie. And I would, like, look out into the lawn, 
when my parents were out to dinner or whatever and I would visualize a masked figure and I would get so scared that I would hide in a corner and just like stare at the whole room to make sure that nobody's about to come get me. And for some reason, that feeling was horrible, but once I stopped having that feeling, I was like, I gotta replicate that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a kind of self-destructive like tendency I have. But uh, yeah, When a Stranger Calls, starring Camilla Bell. You may know her from the direct-to-video movie Poison Ivy 2, Lily. No. So, um, yeah. So, your first horror movie was like a slasher film Mm -hmm. versus like a paranormal. Yeah, yeah. The first paranormal movie that comes to mind that I saw was probably like Blair Witch Project, which was um, a very fun experience, but... In reality, the whole movie is just everybody's just yelling at each other. Yeah. Nothing else really happens. When did it come out? This is like late 90s, 90s. early 2000s. And and you mentioned that you saw this movie and you were like really enthralled with the feeling that it gave you. Yes. So like at that point, did you like immediately start like consuming other horror movies? Yeah, I, yes. I remember I would go into my room late at night and I would go on to your average Solar movies, watch series, Putt Locker, and just like start watching all the movies that... Are on like the forbidden, right. don't go here list. And I saw like The Exorcist and The Ring and like niche horrible movies like Martyrs and a Serbian film. And how old do you think? Uh, this was like all in middle school. When did you happened. discover movie pirating? Because I didn't mm-hmm. until I was in like college. So that's very interesting to oh, me. Yeah. And this podcast does not condone movie pirating. No, F-O-R-I. no, I should have been arrested. I should have been put in cuffs back <laughs> you then. You wouldn't steal a car. No, right and you surely wouldn't steal The Exorcist. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, and that like fascination of like the morbid has never left my head. Wow. Yeah. I feel like my like I was similarly fascinated with morbidity, I guess, but mine came from a more like true crime angle where like I always thought I was going to be murdered in my home. Oh. And I think that's really um from my mom who similarly loves consuming stuff like that. And I remember watching Forensic Files when I was like eight and being like oh cool so i'll definitely die by murder but i feel like that's pretty separate a a separate experience than consuming horror movies because that feels like like obviously it's like true crime it really happened and most often horror movies are not right true right stories yeah but there was like another part of it for me that was also like the psychology behind a lot of like slasher movies i would be like who what what happens to a person that makes them a serial killer? I thought that was like really interesting for the time. A big part of it for me, I think, and I realized this kind of recently, was so I started to get really into horror movies when I was like 13 probably. And um, this was in like, I don't know, 2010. So it was like right when horror movies were like really graphic and like a lot of boobs everywhere. And I think I was also just like horny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh the the like psychological aspect of like oh that could happen to me but also like dicks and Uh boobs Uh and everybody's fucking so i think that was a big part of the attraction for me like the teens getting into trouble and fantasizing about that yeah i remember specifically there was one horror movie that i really um like was fascinated by it was called 2001 maniacs or something bad movie really bad movie about these like teen this isn't even the movie I was going to talk about today. <laughs> These like college kids who like are going on spring break and they get stuck in an like old South town. Um, and the like southerners there 
say the South will rise again, and it's all they, mur- they like murder all the women oh and minorities. God. It's oh a really, really bad movie. Oh jeez. But there are a lot. Was of- it Red State? No, it was called Two Thousand One Maniacs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but good to know there are other. There movies is another in one. That, yeah. There's definitely something we're expecting as we go through. Yes. Especially, I imagine in the early 1900s, there will be a lot of. Uh, racist movies yes. that we're gonna have to power through. Yeah, might not, might not power through all of them. Probably no, no, yeah. But it's important to acknowledge that's part of the history of horror cinema. I think our plan is to watch one movie from every year. Yeah. Until yeah. like movies started becoming like, watchable. Yeah, right. Like in right, the seventies, exactly. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not even. Well, that. there are actually some really good movies or horror movies from the nineteen fifties, like iconic, like The Blob, uh-huh. Creature from the Black Lagoon. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. Those I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the classics. No Frankenstein, no. I've seen The Blob. I've seen Frankenstein. Really? I actually, until you said that just now, uh, forgot that I had seen it. But there's, um, <laughs> there was one sequence in that movie that did stick with me for a while. I mean, the whole movie as a whole, it's not very scary. It's right. just sort of just like happening. There's maybe like a few violent scenes throughout the entire thing. But one scene that is particularly creepy to me, um, it's Frankenstein. He goes down to like a lake and there's a little girl there, um, and she is uh, plucking uh, petals from a flower and tossing them into the water. And Frankenstein, because he has like the brain of a baby because he was just born, is like really intrigued by this. And uh, at the end of the scene, he like he's like befriended this little girl, um, but decides to toss her into the lake, <laughs> um, like it's a flower petal, and of course she drowns. Um, very funny now, but at the time, <laughs> at the time, it really did uh, frighten me, and mm. uh, yeah, it stuck with me. It's like that scene from Con Air where Steve Buscemi's character is talking to the little girl in the like right. weird town where no one lives, uh-huh. and there's just an empty pool, and they make you think that he's gonna kill her. But yeah, he doesn't. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert for Con Air. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you tell us about your first scary movie, Margot? Uh, okay, so the first truly terrifying movie I ever saw was um, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And this movie was really scary to me for a lot of reasons. Um, the main one being the tagline of the film, this time the monsters are real. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, was this the live action? No. Or, so it was still animated. It was still animated. Okay, okay cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it was in, in the late 90s. The Hanna-Barbera Studios and Warner Brothers decided to revamp Scooby-Doo with three uh, direct-to-video live-action movie, or sorry, feature films. So there was this one, and then Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, and Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, all of which I've seen, all of which are good, all of which sort of follow the Mystery Inc. gang. And this movie uh, pushed them forward several years. There were working people now. I remember Scooby and Shaggy had a dog. Had a, <laughs> Scooby me. and Shaggy both had a dog. Scooby and Shaggy had a job at like it wasn't TSA because it was pre-9/11. <laughs> so they were they were it airport was, security. They were airport. They were like Scooby was like a drug sniffing dog. Yes, and they they sniffed all this contraband and then <laughs> had a mystery bookstore and so. The movie opens up and all the the gang is all separated. They're so sad because they haven't seen each other, haven't solved mysteries. Daphne laments on how all the former monsters they encountered were just bad guys in masks. Um, And the Scooby universe is really 
compelling to me because it's a universe in which there's a talking dog that no one ever really seems to acknowledge as weird. And there seems to be this like overwhelming belief in the supernatural, but not to the extent where like the supernatural is necessarily real, but to a degree where like old white guys who like want to develop real estate will put on masks and pretend to be monsters and it works. Everybody buys it. Everybody buys it. So (laughs) there's a lot to unpack there, um, which will be uh, a separate podcast probably. But so Japanese all bummed out that all the monsters are fake and then they end up in Louisiana at some plantation and there are these like cat creatures who have to sacrifice the visitors to the islands and they turn them into zombies. There's one scene in the movie that's truly bone chilling where um, the two women who own the um, plantation turn into these cat creatures and you see their transformation and it's very like werewolfian but they're cats um, which is the natural enemy to the dog Scooby-Doo so yeah really scary movie Um, I remember being really it came out in like 99 so I probably saw it then Mm -hmm. Um, so I was three or four and yeah, seeing these like characters I recognized from Scooby Doo, Where Are You? In a situation with like real zombies was was chilling for sure. And then when do you think you really start getting into? I mean, I don't want to call Scooby Doo Zombie Island not a real horror film, but I would say that it's it's a bit of a stretch. When when would you say you got into like real horror films? Probably middle school. I remember there was always this like. I was very aware of, of other scary movies that were out. I remember The Ring, for some reason, had such a like omnipresent mm-hmm. like existence upon my childhood. And I never even saw it until this year. But I always like, knew about it and got the references to, to the film. But I don't think I started watching and enjoying horror movies until uh, probably I was like 12 or 13. And that's when I binged into mm-hmm. all these really awful yeah like depraved yeah <laughs> terrible i remember um the chucky series also being very omnipresent yes, yes and i remember those posters being really scary and i remember um driving to the to the video store with my mom and they had the seed of chucky poster on the window and i couldn't get out of the car because i was so scared <laughs> of that thing and my mom actually asked them to take it down at one point and they wouldn't but uh yeah do you guys remember going to Blockbuster? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember there was a um, a VHS at Blockbuster that had all the like spooky episodes combined from Nick shows. Um, and it was like blue and there were all these ghosts on it. And I remember renting that. And I don't even remember any of the episodes. Oh, one thing that was really scary when I was little... Um, was the episode of Spongebob, the Hashling Slasher oh, episode. Oh, of course, for sure. I was legitimately scared. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's elements of like horror yeah. throughout my childhood, but I didn't really get into um, scary movies until I was in middle school, and then I watched too many and had to take a break, and then got back into them in like college probably. Mm-hmm. It's also hard to find people who like want to watch scary movies with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that was that was me for a long time. Um, I was never really into horror movies because I was scared and I just didn't like the sensation of feeling scared and it always like it was always strange to me that that people did enjoy being scared um and it's not until probably within the last year that I started really watching horror movies just because we were living I was living with Margo and Ethan and they're both horror movie fans and I, I guess I became more open to the idea 
Um, but the first horror movie that I saw was when I was a kid. I don't remember how old I was. I imagine I was probably in, in elementary school still. Um, but it was Scary Movie 3. So those unfamiliar with the Scary Movie franchise, they're all parody films. Um, and Scary Movie 3 is a parody mainly of The Ring, which we just mentioned, and I think Signs, too, because there's some, like, animal, or not animal, uh, alien, mm-hmm. um, like, crop circles is part of the plot. Um, which, quick pause. Are aliens scary? Yes. Yeah, I was on uh, TikTok uh, last night, and I was looking up UFO sighting videos. I knew they were all fake, and it still, like, gave me the creeps. I, like, because some of the special effects they have are, like, kind of convincing nowadays. So, like, I actually, like, tried to visualize, like, literally, what would you do? I just feel like we would do more harm to any alien than they would do to us. If they can come here, though, that I feel like... Yeah, they're, like, gods to us. Do they have guns? I imagine, I mean... Who knows, really? Yeah, we don't know. Really? We don't but, know. but anyway, continue. Depends on the... Um, yeah, but it uh, basically follows the the plot of The Ring. There's a videotape circling around. Uh, she has... The, the main character is, like, a news reporter, and she has to try to, like, solve the case and also try to solve the case of the crop circles. But really silly movie. Um, there were moments that definitely scared me, though, when I was a kid. Um, specifically... All, all of the sequences with the ring girl definitely scared me. Her crawling out of the TV scared me. Um, at the end, there's, like, a big fight of her, like, uh, coming out of the well. And then I think they, like, lock her back up into the well when at the end of the movie, um, which really frightened me. I was, like, just afraid of, like, wells in general for a while after that, actually, <laughs> just because I was afraid the ring girl was going to be inside. <laughs> um, but, yeah, after I saw that, I didn't really ever get into horror movies. I remember there was a time where... I was in middle school, and um, me and some friends went to see a movie, and for whatever reason, the, the movie was broken, so they gave us a free voucher for any other movie, and all my friends wanted to see, I think it's called The Devil, is the movie with the, the oh, elevator, yeah. and I was really, really afraid, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, I don't, I, but like I was too, too, I was the only one who didn't want to see it, so I was like too nervous to uh, say no. Um, but luckily, I think that movie also broke, so what we didn't have to mean? see it. How does a movie break? Like, the, like, projection didn't work or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Did you ever get closure with the Devil movie? Do you know what happened? I've never seen anything? it, no. I've heard, I know, I know apparently, spoiler alert, it's a grandma. It's the yeah. grandma. It's yeah. the devil, yeah. yeah. But I'd be, I'd be curious to watch it now, definitely. Yeah. I don't know if it's good. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we don't need to watch it. Um, but yeah. Uh, but since, like, in the past year, when I started to, like, watch horror movies... I have like sort of developed my own taste and only in reflecting for this podcast on the influence of Scary Movie 3 on my history or, or my taste in horror movies rather. My, my favorite horror movies I would say are either uh, Scream or Cabin in the Woods. And I think it's interesting that both of those movies are comedic yeah. like Scary Movie 3 and also very self-referential to the horror genre like Scary Movie 3. So I wonder if like somehow that sort of like influenced my taste without me even realizing. It maybe adds, like, a layer of protection. It's, like, not really horror. I think that's actually part of it, yeah, Mm -hmm. is I'm able to, like, laugh at the idea of it, um, sort of protect myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. What's the, like, truly scariest movie you've ever seen? For me, it's The Hills of Eyes. That movie freaked me out. And I think it's just I um, am scared of mutants Mm -hmm. and uh, the government. And both of those things are very... Yeah. Very present in that film. Yeah, I have a horrible, horrible fear of the ocean, so, like, uh, sea stuff really scares me. Um, 
Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Meg. <clears throat> the Meg. Um, and like halfway into Jack and Jill starring Adam Sandler, they go on a Royal Caribbean cruise, and that was horrifying. Cruises are scary. Yeah, really scary. Definitely. It's like a cesspool. Yeah. I don't even know if I would even be able to point to a movie that I actually found scary just because I think I have sort of protected myself. I don't know. I think there were like some parts of The Witch that I found creepy, but I don't know. I I think I've yet to see a movie that like really knocked my socks off and was like super, super scary that really affected me in my adult life at least. I personally, like if I know a movie has a jump scare, I really don't want to watch it because that's what pisses me off. It's from that stupid video that went around the internet. Oh, God. And, like, oh, yeah. Those all the yeah. screamers, yeah. that whole era. That was completely traumatizing for me. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, jump scares are, are, are probably the biggest reason why I didn't like horror movies, because I really didn't like them. Um, but I would say, like, the kind of scary that I like the most is um, when there's, like, some sort of, like, uh, like, the suspense leading up to the reveal and there's some sort of ambiguity in, like, what the monster is so or what like it looks like. versus horror. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. I remember when I rewatched The Blair Witch Project, I was alone and I decided to, like, turn off all the lights and everything. In the middle of the movie, I heard, because my window was open, like, a snapping of, like, a twig outside and I remember being, the, like, most genuinely scared I've ever been. Wow. It was very scary. The Witch Project is really scary. It's good. It's yeah. good. And was that the first found footage? Not technically. There's one called The Last Broadcast, and it's really boring. <laughs> so they just gave the credit to the Witch Project. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah. 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 Do you guys believe in ghosts? I, like, deeply want to, but no. I don't think I do. I've never had, like, a paranormal encounter before, um, so I don't have any proof. But... I don't know. I don't want to say I don't believe in aliens either because I feel like that is just like a statistical improbability, but I don't believe in like aliens in this, the way that we imagine them. We imagine them, yeah. But ghosts, I don't know. I definitely, I don't believe in like physical manifestations Mm -hmm. of spirits, but I think there's like some maybe like lingering forces in the air. Yeah, I, it's something I struggle with because I, I can't bring myself to actually believe in ghosts, and I've also never had a paranormal experience myself, um, but there's just so many people who do have ghost stories, um, and like listening to them tell it, it seem, and they fully believe it, mm-hmm. it seems crazy to me that that many people would imagine things like that. I know specifically um, in the town I grew up in, Columbia, Maryland, the town right next door is Ellicott City, um, and there's a... A section called Old Ellicott City that's like super super old maybe from like the 16 or 1700s um, and there are a lot of ghosts in that area um, I've been on like ghost tours and you can like just go into the shops and talk to some of the people who own the stores and they have their own stories of ghosts they've seen in their stores some of which are very convincing so it's 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 sort of like a weird uh, I guess like cognitive dissonance I have that like I like believe the stories but I don't believe in ghosts almost I so badly want to get haunted. Like, I really, <laughs> really want my house to be haunted so bad. What would be your ideal haunting? Just, like, seeing objects in different rooms, seeing, like, maybe a chair get knocked over. I wake up with scratches across my chest <laughs> in, like, an inverted cross shape. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my head twists around and I vomit on my mother. So that's more of, like, demonic possession. Yeah, I would love that. Do you believe yeah. in demons? No, no, no. I don't believe in any of this, and I wish I did. I just want something to happen. To like, yeah. Just so, just to break up the monotony. I know, for real. Spice it up. 
Well, I think that um, this is a good baseline for the podcast going forward. I'm personally very excited to see a lot of these movies that you guys have even mentioned in this episode uh, that I haven't seen. We will be including Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, and Jack and Jill just the sequence when they go on the cruise. <laughs> right, yeah. And Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Just, uh, just all, all real horror movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll next episode we'll be going into uh, the year 1896, yeah. seeing what spooked people back then. So for 1896, the first feature-length film wasn't actually made until 1906 or something like that. Um, so the movies we have lined up for next week are three short films, all of which are under five minutes long. Um, so we'll be discussing all three of those movies in the next episode. The first one, first ever horror movie, uh, Le Menard du Diable, mm -hmm. a French film. Mm -hmm. um, Une nuit terrible, another <laughs> French, French film. And then Conjuring the Lady at Robert Houdin's. Uh, <laughs> Robert Houdin's. Yeah. <laughs> so we're very excited yeah. to um, dive into those movies, and uh, yeah, hope you like us. Yeah. Yeah. Help. Hope, hope you like us. Yeah. We really hope you like us. <laughs> really, please. We hope you like. Especially you, Xfinity. Yeah. Yeah. Please help us get out of this dark, dark room, please, right. God. Right. Yeah. Uh, if we ever figure out any landmarks, well, I guess we'll, yeah. we'll shout those out yeah. in the podcast. But yeah. Until now. Until then. Uh, anything boo. else? Anything else you guys want to add? A boo at ten? Oh, boo. We could do like a boo. Oh, yeah. Look out behind you! It's a ghost. Ah! Ah! <laughs>